Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk about meekness versus milk toast. So welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to discuss, as I said in the earlier part, what is meekness, what is milk toast, and what is the relationship here? Uh, because, of course, this is a common expression, you know, from Matthew 5. Uh, it's from Matthew 5, verse 5. Uh, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, of course, my favorite translation uses the word gentle, which is a little bit easier to understand. But uh, what does all of this mean? Well, um, think of a milk toast as well. A milk toast is a person who allows themselves to be pushed around. They, they are a person who just doesn't, uh, they really just don't, uh, don't stand up for themselves. They don't have a backbone. You might call them spineless or, or whatever else would be the idea there. But what is this meekness? The meek shall inherit the earth. And so we want to discuss what this means. And I ask people, what does meek mean? And most people really don't understand. Now, how is gentle as a word for the translation? Gentle is a decent translation as well, because a big burly guy can be gentle. So to understand though what meekness really is as a better definition, meekness means power under control. So think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? This huge, massive, I mean, I don't know, maybe he's even getting too old these days, but whoever the biggest bodybuilder is now, think of that guy there. You know, he can crush your skull with his little fingers and all this kind of stuff, and then he'll be back with an Uzi, and you know, all this, but whatever. So you think of the power and the strength of an Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then think of him holding a baby. Is he going to be holding a baby with the same reckless abandon that he might be holding a hostage, grabbing somebody? No. He has this incredible amount of force, this incredible amount of power that you see in his life. But if you picture him holding a baby, he would be gentle, as a good translation. Meek. Meek means he has power, but he has it fully under control. Now, one of the greatest examples of meekness I ever saw is I went to a circus, and after we passed by all of the PETA people handing out the, um, you know, the pamphlets about how this is all evil and of the devil kind of stuff, we go on in, and we're watching, it wasn't clowns, maybe acrobatics, I don't know what these people were, but they were a little creepy, uh, and Basically, they were able to crawl up walls and, and up pillars and stuff. And you could tell by looking at them, they had so much power. The amount of strength it would take to, without a lot of effort like this, climbing a rope. Think of a military guy climbing a rope. You see how much movement. These guys, it's like they didn't move at all. They just kind of crawled, almost like snakes. Maybe it is of the devil. I don't know. But as they were crawling around, that would take so much more strength. And these people were so strong, they could have brought down the poles and posts they were climbing. But they didn't. They controlled it. That is meekness. Power under control. Now, what is milk toast? Milk toast is a term that basically means weak. It basically means spineless. Somebody's going to come up and this is a person that that could uh, this is a person that could be be confronted even though he's really small, you know, or really large or whatever. He could be confronted by a small person who comes in with an aggressive attitude. How dare you do this? How dare you? All this and then he'd, you know, back away, cower a little bit. A milk toast is a person that doesn't see 
all of the elements that how much strength he has. He has no backbone. He's not willing to stand up. He's able to be bullied. Think of maybe the, the big kid who's not all that smart at the playground in the little sassy mouthy bully. If that big dude understood what he could do to that little bully, the little bully would be in trouble. But he's a milk toast. He's easily able to be pushed around. He has no strength. He has no ability to stand up for himself. Now Jesus tells us that the meek shall inherit the earth. Why? Because they have the power. They have the strength. They're just like, all right, let it go. But when push comes to shove, when the rubber meets the road, and they become immovable. That is why the meek shall inherit the earth. Now, why do we want to talk about this? The reason we want to talk about meekness versus milk toast is because there is a perception, mostly from outsiders looking into Christians, that they're just weak or, or sad or whatever else. They think that they're milk toast. And the sad reality is many Christians have allowed that to happen. Many Christians have allowed themselves to be seen as and handled as milk toast. But I got a news for you. The Christian life is not to be a pushover. The Christian life is not to be walked on top of. It is to have the ability to know where the battle should be fought, to allow the non-important things rage around you, and to stand fully equipped in the areas that it makes the most sense. Uncompromising, unbending, standing firm, even in the case of such grand and great persecution, that is the Christian's role. It's not to be a milk toast. It's not to be abused. And, and the sad thing is, I think that I think that in the order, maybe it's uh, teenagers, then elderly, then Christians are the most gullible, the most susceptible to, to spam messages, the most easy to push over, the, most, the easiest to steal from. You see this as the multi-level marketing groups go, like a virus through a church. They run through these churches and everyone's going around, oh yeah, oh it's a Christian thing, it's a godly way to make money and, and then what they'll do is they'll breed on the ignorance of the churches and the, the fact that oftentimes the church members don't put critical thought into things. We should be putting critical thought into things. Examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good and abstain from every evil thing. That's what Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Examine everything carefully. Okay, And when we have opportunity come up in front of us, these MLM groups target the churches because of the gullibility of the members inside of them. And that is something we should not do. But we also, in this being pushovers, we are being forced to buy in now to ungodly principles of society. We're being told to, you know, be nice no matter what, even in the face of compromising your faith. Oh, don't worry about it. God knows your heart. You just be nice to people. No. We are commanded to take a firm, firm stand. In, uh, I didn't pull this verse out. I forgot to. It's in Titus. I believe it's in Titus chapter 2, where Paul is exhorting the young men, to stand firm with sound doctrine, confronting the error. 
But what we don't do is we don't sit there and confront the specific music style. We don't confront when the church is choosing to do services. I mean, I know, I know some pastors that, that think it's just completely of the devil to have church on Saturday night. Well, what if you're a starving family and you get paid time and a half to work Sunday and your church offers a service at Saturday and you're still taking time off and taking a day off and worshiping God? I don't see a problem with that, personally. You're fellowshipping, you're worshiping, you're engaging in corporate worship. I don't see a problem with that. But where I'm not going to compromise, I'm not going to compromise on matters of sound principle and doctrine. I'm not going to compromise on a soft and watered down gospel that does not confront sin. I'm not going to subject myself to people that say we have to accept the homosexual agenda just in the the purpose that we have to be nice. And the fact is, a lot of people are saying, well, we got to be more relevant. We got to be more relevant and, and say things that will allow people to want to come into our church service. Why? In 1 Corinthians, the gospel is foolishness to those who are perishing. All right? It is foolishness to those who are perishing. That's the task. That's the purpose. We want to preach the sound and true gospel with the power of under control. You know, what is meekness defined again? Power under control. Think of Jesus on the cross. They were tempting him to come down off of that cross. He had the ability, but he didn't exercise it because he knew that if he came off the cross at that point in time to show all the mockers who he really was, we wouldn't have had a sacrificial lamb. And the whole rest of the world would be hellbound. It was his love that caused him to keep control over his power. And that's what we as Christians are supposed to do. Power under control. We have a great power in God. So that's what I want to leave you with today. So thanks for coming along. Uh, just a reminder, the, the new website is under development. When we change that over, it could mess with the podcast schedule. If you were unaware, this is available on podcast anywhere where you find podcasts. Just look for Our Walking Christ or check the website ourwalkingchrist.com for a list of all of the podcast feeds that I know of. And if there's some that are missing, please let me know. I will be updating those. So thanks for coming along and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.